Hello, welcome to You Haven't Blanked That. I'm Forrest. And this is Jimmy. This week we will be talking about the Beach Boys' Pet Sounds, which is one of my favorite albums. Um, it, it's helped me out a lot. Jimmy notoriously hates the Beach Boys. This is very true. Why do you hate the Beach Boys? Okay, so just to let you know before we get into this, I listened to this album three times today. So that's like therapy for us. And you know, fifty. Uh, okay, the origins of why I hate. The Beach Boys stems back to when I worked at Disneyland, at the Paradise Pier Hotel. For whatever fucking reason, they decided to play the best of the Beach Boys nonstop on a loop in the lobby. And no matter where you were in that hotel, you constantly heard the Beach Boys playing. And after a week of it, you're like, okay, fine, this is, I can tune it out. No, you can't. You can't. It's just blaring through the entire hotel. And after working there for three years, I was just done. Is it worse than working at Small World, do you think? Like, can you handle the Small World song over than hearing the Beach Boys? And it's not even like one Beach Boys song over and over again. It's the best of. So there's a good 20 songs that rotate out of that, right? Well, yeah. But the problem is, like, at least with Small, Small World. World, it's just the one song. You mean? And technically, it never really ends. It just kind of keeps on going. You know what I mean? So it's just one really long song that is kind of whatever. But with the Beach Boys, I actually kind of liked them before. And that's the thing is, I don't... I was not a huge Beach Boys fan before. And I'm still not a huge Beach Boys fan. I like this era of, like, a few songs before this album. This album and songs... And and the album after this, that was Smiles. Like, the one that's supposed to be the... The sequel album to that, if you will. Right, right, like right. spiritual sequel, if you will. Oh, okay. And I like those, but I don't like much... I don't listen to much outside of these three albums from the Beach Boys. I don't celebrate the rest of the catalog like I celebrate this album. Okay. Well, see, I liked certain Beach Boys songs. I used to. You did. I did. Uh, especially after Flight of the Navigator, where they had the Beach Boys song in that movie. Maybe kind of liked them. And Disney ruined it for me. So that's kind of where it was. So Disney helped you like them and then ruined it for you. Well, it was kind of nice because they play like songs. I'm like, and I would wait for the songs I liked. And then they played them and then I heard them too much and then I hated them. And then like, then everything that sounded remotely like the Beach Boys just drove me insane. So Jan and Dean, like probably Surf City. That's that's not the Beach Boys, that's Jan and Dean. Yeah, it's just anything that sounds remotely like it, I cannot deal with it. It just, to me, my head just goes into like, oh, I'm going to listen to people's shit today type of like a mood. But I can tell you right now, I'm kind of okay with them. Okay, after this. After this. Okay, how many of these songs had you heard before? Uh, I know know some of these are on the best stuff, so I know you've heard some of these. 
Um, I believe four of them were on the best of. I also realize that when it comes to Beach Boys songs, there are certain hallmarks that they have in movies and shows and stuff. So, like, I'm tolerant on hearing them. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, of course they're going to play this song at, like, you know, this period piece, whatever, they're going to play that song. You know what I mean? So I get it, and I just tolerate it and just kind of move on. The Beach Boys were never a band my family listened to growing up. Like, my dad was a Beatles fan, so Uh we listened to more Beatles than Beach Boys. I had a friend that recommended the Beach Boys to me, this album in particular, and that's how I got into it. He's like, oh, you should listen to this album, and this album helped, this is like the album when I'm, like, having a rough time, this is the album I listen to. I get that now. I get and, I, I see. And, okay. and I was listening to that album a lot when I was going through, like, therapy and, like, working on me a lot. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, my God, this fucking album. Okay. And I still used this up, up to at least six months ago. I have still used this album. The first time I finished this, like, I listened to the whole album completely the first time. And I did not like it, and I was just irritated by it. But I figured I'm going to have to listen to this a couple times just kind of, like, yeah, actually yeah. get to it you know put my hatred aside and just kind of filter through the songs it wasn't until i realized that brian wilson composed all of it yeah all of it was just him like, have you seen that movie you probably haven't seen the movie because you don't like brian wilson there's no. a movie that that they they talk about it but they talk about later brian wilson also okay so they talk about him writing this and smile and that young brian wilson is played by paul dano and then him like fucked up and gone and mentally just messed up and it's played by john cusack oh okay it's it's good though yeah because like i even heard i even youtube a song to find like a live record recording to see if there was any video i couldn't find any video of them in the studio mm-hmm. like filming it but that sloop john b oh, that's like, like once song. i found out because i always i heard it i'm like oh it's just so overly produced and they just added these instruments to find out later on that like no no, no he literally shoved everybody into a recording studio Timed him out, pitched it you, the right, and then just ran it. And if you think this one's crazy, you should listen to Smile, because Smile is way more out there. It's good. It's just See, as good. Um, okay. It's just as good, but he didn't finish it till... He never finished it the way he wanted it finished in the 60s. They took what they could from it, and like Good Vibrations comes from that. Right, right. Smile has probably my favorite Beach Boy song on it. Which is... Heroes and Villains. I, you know, I, you, I never, I, and I never heard it till I heard that album. Yeah, and it's a really good, it's a good poppy song, and I, I love it. It's oh, like, so, um, this album has two songs right off the bat. I fell in love with. Okay, like the first go around okay. that I fell in love with. They happen to be the two without vocals. I figured that's what it was gonna be. I, <laughs> I thought they were so be. good. They were so um, good. So you'd heard a few of these songs before. Yeah. And then I actually really like how, like, one of the instrumentals, I, but the second to the last song, I think it's called Pet Sound. It is. Yeah. So that one to, was it? Caroline. Carol- no. Yeah. The the way those two songs transition with each other and end, mm-hmm. I, I, I thought it was dope. I thought yeah. it was dope. Going over, you know, each of the tracks. Okay, so the first one starts off with Wouldn't It Be Nice. Yeah. Which is one, one of, of those, those where so- you hear it everywhere. Yeah. And like, you, like I said, I it, it didn't hit me. I was like, oh, this is a fucking Beach Boys song when I first heard it. Yeah. So. Yeah, same thing. It's just like, <sighs> okay, I knew it was on this album. So it was kind of like, I, I knew it was going to be this. I kind of like prepped myself for it. But yeah, I was kind of like, of course it's here. Like, But it's those songs that I tolerate because you 
They're just everywhere. Yeah, and it's... I always picture this album as, like, it's a story of young kids falling in love and growing up. Okay. I don't know why I just do that. And then, it, maybe it's just the narrative, because I kind of put it... Like I said, I always try to put something into a narrative, and I always feel like that's what it is. Like, that song is about kids wanting to grow up and get married. It's yeah. a pop song where they don't want to stay young, they want to get old. No, I, I and I and I, I feel like that's what it is. It's like, that's one of the things that it is. Yeah, because like the second go around, I actually uh, got all the lyrics and was like, kind of reading along as the song was going, just kind of get the whole thing. And like, yeah, I like, I like it. I like, yeah, the way well, the music structured. I like his lyrics. So mm-hmm. it was like it kind of like. But you can also like work work it into like you, you could tell he was working with his mental problems and knew he had mental problems. Yeah. Because you can hear it in some of the lyrics. Yeah, and most of his like, songs were just about he wants to go back to his, like, home. He wants to go back to before his life was fucked up. He needs to, like... Yeah. He needs it. Like, it's, like... Especially that uh, Slope, John B. Like, well, Slope, dude, John B., he didn't write that. That's a cover. Okay, well, but by the way, it's a great song. But, like, I like that one comes in the middle of the album... Or towards the end of the album? Yeah, it's actually the end of side one. And it's, like, such a great, like, calling card of what this album is. You know what I mean? Because he needs... The song has this very kind of high pace, like, I need to start running and I need to get out of here. And I need to go back to what I long for and what I took for granted. And, like, it's such a great little song that just, like... I That's the, the keystone to that whole album, I think. I, I, I really yeah, I love that song. Because it's, it's really sad to hear him now. Because I've seen him play once, uh-huh. and it's it's rough. But uh, it's like his band is amazing, and you're like he's he's still out there playing these songs. Like he doesn't play this album anymore. Oh, uh, really? When it first came out, nobody liked it. But it was one of those ones that like people with an ear liked it. Yeah, and like I know for a fact that um, Paul McCartney or fake Paul McCartney because he's a doppelganger, he gave this album Pet Sounds to his kids as like here, listen to this. This is what you need to learn about music. This is yeah. like it has everything. In it. His response to Revolver, because I think Revolver came out right oh, before this. Okay. So he made Revolver. So Beatles make Revolver. He's like, okay, I can do this because I kind of went back and forth on things. So he makes Pet Sounds. Okay. They make Sgt. Pepper, and he's like, I was in bed for like a week, just like however how good that album was. Oh, really? Like Brian Wilson, like it fucked Brian Wilson up a bit, like how good Sgt. Pepper's was. That's dope. And so they did that. So Lucas, my friend who introduced this um, album to me, he goes. Oh, you didn't know, like, the Beatles and the Beach Boys were, like, would have tried to outdo each other? And I'm like, no, I didn't know any of this. And that, so that's what kind of got me into it, because he knew I was a huge Beatles fan. Yeah. So the first time I listened to it, I did a YouTube, like, you know, search for, like, the album. Just because mm. I figured, oh, it's just easier to play it off the computer. I played the mono. The mono version? The mono version. And so that was, like, kind of like, eh, whatever. The second time I listened to it, I was on, like iTunes and I just pulled the album. Like you're driving type of thing, right? Oh, what a difference that sound makes! It's so just in your face. It's just a wall of sound just coming at you, and then like, and that's when you say wall of sound. That I mean, he was into Phil Spector also. Yeah, and then I mean that's why he did that song. Don't worry, baby. Uh huh. That's him doing a Phil Spector song. Okay, like that's like and then what I like one of those is just like listen to it. The songs they it bothered me. Because it's not a traditional sound. None of it's traditional. Mm-mm. Then you realize, like, oh, there's, like, there's accordions, like, being played. And then there's also, like, yeah. weird, like, this weird drum. I don't know what the drum is, but it's not a regular drum. You know what I mean? And then there's trumpets and there's, like, horns. Like, it's, like, he, I feel like he went out of his way to pick the most random things. Especially for yeah. a, a Beach Boys, which is, like, a surf band. 
Yeah. Type like, of they didn't, like, make the, this album? The, like, it's so the weird. The record label was pissed. Capital was pissed because they're like, we can't fucking tour this. Yeah, you can't. Because, like, the thing is, like, they didn't play any of their instruments at all. Mm. This is all vocals. That They literally just said, all right, we just need you to sing, and this is what we're doing, and... Yeah, he the harmonies you, were dope though. Yeah, they were like, so good. He uses people like he uses people as instruments. Like he uses their voice as an instrument. And like I said, uh, you should listen to Smile. We should do this for Smile also, okay. because Smile. If I, I think you'll like, based off of what you're telling me now, I think you're gonna like Smile a million times more. Okay, like much more. Like this is a good album. This album hit me like emotionally, like it hit me in a good spot, and I needed it at that time. Yeah, Smile. Is way more ambitious, way more like out there. Okay. Um, we talked last time about how the Harry Potter book, like, what was it, a little corny for you? Like, corny never bothers me. Corny, I feel, is like them being, it's, it's honesty. Uh, the Descendants. I feel the Descendants are are one of my favorite punk bands ever, but they have some of the corniest lyrics because it's just honest. They're just honest lyrics. Right. So corny never bothers me, and I think that's what something the Descendants have. And I think that's what something they got from the Beach Boys though, because I think. But lyrically, it's very honest. Yeah. Like, it, it just puts everything out there. Actually giving this album a shot. Like, I'm not And I'm trying fan. to listen to this album for, I, like, at least 12 years since for I've been sure, it. Yeah. But the thing, though, it's like, I'm not in love with it. Mm-hmm. But I do know that if I keep listening to the album over and over again, I'm going to find more things to like. I think you're going to, like, I'll smile a lot Because the moment I found yeah. out that, like... It's not just he got samples of like people playing instruments and overlaid them on his track. Oh, that's what I thought it was. That's what I thought it was. So I thought this is so pretentious. How dare he spend all this? But the fact that he uh, literally that he fucking sampled things. Like, I like hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I thought he did. So no. I figured, so once I figured out that he literally just crammed everybody into his studio and did these songs, like it blew my mind. I'm like because the level of compositions that he had to do because he hand wrote every instrument's notes and stuff yeah the guy's a madman yeah but it's it's so good it comes out so well on that album and that's what made me respect him a little bit more which mm-hmm. made me like the album more yeah i mean the second song has has the bike bells in it oh, yeah that was like like out of nowhere like it's just and it's perfectly placed like yeah. it's, it's nicely placed it's so i don't know at one part of this album there is a song that has a clown horn is it that I one? think it's that one too, maybe. Yeah, and I'm like, what the, the hell? Like, like it was, yeah. it. it worked. Yeah, I mean, it worked, and I was like, yeah. but it, it, it. The problem is like he used such weird instruments. If I would have known there was random stuff in there, I would have been fine. But like the clown horn, I think it's the same one because I think it's like they yeah, I think they do the horns, do yeah. And then, but it, it pulls me right out of the song because I'm like, what am I hearing? Oh, I think that's a clown horn. And then I go back into the song. You know what I mean? But that's what, that's what I, I like things like that because I think I was also getting to a point where as much as I was a punk, like I had heard most of it or a lot of it or it's uh-huh. all starting to sound the same to me. I, I was getting recommended stuff left and right and just taking it. This is one of the ones that stuck. I know for a fact if I would have gotten high and heard of this song, it would this would be a completely different conversation. So, 12 years ago. Yeah, yeah, 12 years ago, I would have, like, this would have, like, changed everything. I wish I would have watched a Beach Boys documentary or something prior, because that would have probably got me to, like, listen to the music more. Yeah, but you wouldn't watch it because you weren't into it. You are like, fuck this shit. Like, every, yeah, time I, every time I mentioned the Beach Boys, like, you would go, 
oh, fuck this, no. Because that was post-Disney, you know what I mean? So to me, it's like, I was, I heard them all day at work. I didn't want to hear them outside of work. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was just like, I associate Beach Boys with Disney, which should be fun and happy, with annoyance and angry customers or angry guests. You know what I mean? So it's like... But you can, but now you can make the exception for these four songs or however many songs that were on that best of because the the best of album like it's not like it's go out and buy it it's it's, it's literally the I manager no 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 it's literally the manager picked his favorite songs and put them on a CD and then played those songs so there was about like thirty songs on there and then he would occasionally like the way that the system worked is that he could move them around he could he could move them around or he could block out certain songs so like it'll just play and he'll skip like three seven and nine and then we'll hear that album and like you kind of knew it got to the point where like you'd hear the song and i know how many tracks it would be to the next to the next song or the next whatever and then we would literally just like like time it out with guests that were checking into the hotel and then we would just like would you be like would you be like I'm gonna get this checked in in one fucking like Surfing USA right exactly or like, like I bet the... you I can like okay Surfing USA is on I'm gonna get this motherfucker in before the song's over yeah yeah, yeah. or like we'll try to sing the lyrics to the guests without them knowing that we're singing like the lyrics to them. yeah and it was it was it was fun like that's what made me kind of like uh there, there's such a love hate with the band but it, yeah. at the end of the day, it left me hating them. I think I like. Well, I, I think I hit to where I like Brian Wilson more than I like the Beach Boys. I think I just like Brian Wilson because I think I don't like my like Mike Love. If you've ever heard Mike Love interview, Mike Love is just kind of a piece of shit. I don't like Mike Love. Oh okay. Like the brothers, like the rest of the brothers are okay. Like one of them's dead anyway. Oh, I didn't even know they were related. Three of them: Brian Wilson, Dennis Wilson, and. I can't think of the other one. Yeah, to me, like... And then, Brian, then Mike Love is their cousin. Yeah. Because after this, Brian Wilson just wanted to record, and he didn't want to go on tour. Uh-huh. Bruce Johnson, is his name, came in and did bass while they were on tour. So he would just write the music. Because uh, that's all he wanted to do. He didn't want to perform. The only thing I knew about this band was uh, they always played them on PBS. But I think it was the, like the newer, like, the yeah, yeah, Kokomo yeah. version without Brian Wilson. Yeah, so was. they would always play them on PBS. Uh, they would always... Uh, I knew that there was some like weird tension where the band members didn't like each other. Yeah, because Brian, because they thought Brian Wilson got fucking crazy. Yeah, and like and would kind of shut in and would just write music and see. Stuff. I I, I kind of have like a small memory about that, That's but I that picture him about. like a weird like Mr. Burns. Um, not like a Mr. Burns. Like he wasn't a Mr. He, there's, he was definitely not a Mr. Burns when you um when they show that movie, if you watch it. Okay. I'll probably watch it. It's it's good. I enjoyed it. I gotta give it some time so like I could decompress from the Beach Boys. Watch that movie before you watch Smile because that like I said, it's kinda like there's two movies going on. Okay. It's it's a weird movie. It's kinda like there's two movies going on, but it's really good about showing mental health. Oh, okay. Because it talks about him kind of discovering why he has it, and then the effects of it, and like what happened to him, and how he deals with it, and how he... Holy it's a really... Shit. But it's like, and it's like two movies. It's about you them. basically just described the Navigator. The Flight, of the, Navigator. The flight of the Navigator, because it's exactly what happens. The spaceship has this weird brain fuck-up disease, and like the kids like trying to like... It's been a while since I've seen that movie, so I wonder if that would be interesting to see. If that's oh my gosh, now I kind of want to see it, because now like I'm all heady about that. I'm going to say it sucks. The Navigator? Flight yeah, because I think I saw it a couple years ago, and I, I have a vague memory where like I should have left it where it was. 
I immediately fell in love with these. Oh, they were immediately good. fell. They were one so the, good. One of those songs was actually supposed to be a song in a James Bond movie. Oh, really? Which one? I think it was uh, let's probably, go away for a while. Yeah, I, I think that was supposed to be. Uh, I one of them was. I, I just see both of them being a James Bond song. And so he did. Since they did, they scrapped it, he just put it on the album. That's that's dope. Were there any songs that with lyrics that stuck out to you? Yeah, that slope. John B. Song. Slope John B. I I literally went back. I, oh, now that I know he didn't write it, but yeah. like, uh, I went back and reread those lyrics because to me they were so. It's weird, but I love the harmony when they sing it so much. Yeah. But it's like it that one that was calling it the Keystone because like it literally just reflects like every um, song before. Well, that's that. the end of the first. That's the end of the first half. That's, oh, so yeah, that's end of side one. It and I had no idea. Me. See, like these are the little things like I missed from not having. Well, like I I I've looked it up, so I kind of listened to it that way. Like where would it end? And then oh, it dude, starts I should off, start listening to this. So when you do way. it on the side, so the next side, the next song will be God only knows. Oh, uh, okay. See, that's cool too. Okay, I need yeah. to start listening to music that way because I don't. I. First time I heard this, I started listening to something. I listened to it for probably a month straight. I'm I'm the same way with music. Like I need to listen to. If someone tells me to listen to an album, I'll listen to it. But I'll like just like this album that I I thought I hated. Mm-hmm. I'll listen to it at least three times. Once all the way through, just to kind of get the initial like. You're better than I am because I can't do it. Like you would be like you would tell me to listen to something, and I just I can't do it because I just. It's just not for me. Yeah, and that's that's why I have to do it three times. One, it's just to kind of get the shock of like, ah, I hate this song. I hate these songs. To like, okay, cool. Let me try to find something I like. And then the third one is like now reflecting like, okay, like I could then separate my previous like hatred for stuff to like, okay, well that was a dope like you know transition or like, you know what I mean yeah. So it's. But it's really hard to find an album that I could just go through all the way through. Because, like, even going through this song, because I know that this is your, like, song when you're, like... Yeah, this is, like, my... Therapy album? Uh, that, this song, this album, I've cried a bunch to. And the song Sunday Morning from the Velvet Underground. That oh, was like that's kind of song. That's yeah. kind of, like, a certain... Like, a certain situation specific. Yeah. Because I had... I was seeing somebody... And they had just they had ended a relationship with somebody, and then we had all gone out on a Saturday night. But then her ex showed up. Okay. And I was like, oh, okay. And like nobody told me any of this was happening. My car was back at their house, and their house was in buttfuck Egypt. So I had to go, I had to go back all the way there with them. You're we were all hanging out. Wheel. To, not like a third wheel. Like like we were all hanging out and talking. It was like five in the morning, and everybody was going to bed. He wasn't leaving. They were gonna go sleep in the same room. Motherfucker! And I got uh. and I, I, my brain's like, get the fuck out of there, get the fuck out of there. I get like right here. I, I get to where I'm laying down on the couch, and I'm like, I gotta go. Good move. I just got up, but I was like, move. I gotta go, I gotta go. And they're like, you sure? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And so I had a mix, and then that was what came on. Like as I'm leaving, it's Sunday morning, and I'm driving out, and that comes on, and I just fucking bawl my eyes out. And I was uh. like, fucking. Ah. And I probably listened to that song like 50 times, and I probably put this song, this album back on. Like, right after. Okay. That's, like, that song, like, Lou Reed would get me for, his voice would get me for a bit, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. But that, this album wasn't the main one. This was, like, the, oh, put your shit in order. Like, I feel like if I didn't, like, I was at Crossroads, and this album happened to be playing in the background during Mm -hmm. it, this would, like, sit me down and, like... This figure was... out my next step. You know what I mean? Because I feel like the songs are all... That's what I like about these like songs is that like they're all like... You know, it starts off good, 
Mm-hmm. But then there's shit going on, and the key the key phrase on all these songs is just like get back home. You know what I mean like yeah, find yourself and get back home. I'm like damn, like it's such that's, a good and I that's I think that's what hit me at that time because this was right when Donkey Punch ended. Okay, right around that time. That was Force's um, old band. Um, it was right when I dated a couple shitty not shitty people, but they didn't work out. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. A, a good amount of it didn't work out. One of them was shitty. One just didn't work out, but probably for the best. I was just kind of going to therapy and just like figuring me out. Like I was like, I need to figure me out before I bring anybody else into this. Like, and so that's all, that's what I did. And that's actually when I started like writing and all that and getting it all on my, but like, it was just me trying to figure me out. And so, yeah, so that's what this was for me. This, this definitely helped. Yeah. I could definitely see this. Like if I gave this song another eight more listens I, this could probably be one of my new like okay my new go-to albums yeah like i said it's don't look at it as, as listening to the beach boys look at it as still listening to brian wilson and you don't need to listen to everything brian wilson did you you, yeah. you can because he does some interesting albums like he does he does a whole album on, of gershwin songs oh okay and oh, they're uh, not but it's it's later brian wilson's voice isn't as great as it is here and, and yeah. here where on the ones that he does sing so it's not, but it's, they're interesting interpretations. He does a Disney album. <laughs> really? But they're interesting takes. Like, his band is amazing. Like, his band that he has now uh-huh. is is great. And it's all that stuff. Like, they take all that stuff, all that percussion and all that, those sounds and everything, they take that into consideration. Okay. And they and they use all that. And The sure. thing is, like, when going through this album, it was, like, such a... I have an idea of, like, surf poppy songs mm-hmm. this album was none of that yeah and that's why they that's why capital hated it and because it, they wanted the album before that i think the song that that was kind of like the precursor to this album uh-huh. is the song when i grew up to be a man is on that album before see like to me it's like i don't know some of these songs so it's like unless i hear it if i hear the melody i'll know you'll be you you would know exactly i, what I song probably it is. do know exactly what song it is but but yeah. it, that was on the album before Kind of like, I would say, the precursor to this album. Like, one of the songs like that, like... Yeah, he had all these other pop songs that he was doing. Uh-huh. Surfy pop songs. And then there's this song. And then he went that direction. You know... The... I think maybe California Girls is on that, too. And that's one of the first songs he wrote on LSD. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's, that's trippy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally. Going on to his vocals... I think it was the second song... Well, he doesn't sing all of it, too. Michael oh, sings well, a lot of it. Well, yeah, but like yeah. it's one of those where it's like... For whatever they have such a high tonal range, you know what I mean. Yeah. So when they do the ahs, like it's slightly just annoying. You know what I mean? Because I I feel okay. like they could just if they brought it down maybe like a key or two, it would change the song completely and it'd be different things. But now after listening to the whole thing, it it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's kind of like where I can't really critique the songs one by one because mm-hmm. it's like one whole you feel like it's one whole it's like I the feel, yeah it's one you whole feel like whole it's thing. like the um the medley on abbey road yeah 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 because like the thing is like i remember going down my notes had like each song one by one as i was breaking them down mm-hmm. but then like when i found out that like he wrote everything it changed my notes around you know what i mean so it's like certain things that I, irritated me now i respected so i had like scratch those out yeah so hence why i don't have my notes like all in front of me it is a good record it is a good record and i like it yeah all right that's that's what it i said it took you 12 fucking years <laughs> like now i like i feel like i should just go back and uh and like maybe give some other songs a re-listen but the thing though mm-hmm. it's like it's one of those 
reaction things where I, I hear one of their popular songs and it just it's like flashbacks. And I don't even like the pop like I don't hate them, but they're not the ones I go to. Like I said, I, I only listen to this era and I like a few songs here and there. Right. So let's kind of go by track by track and you know tell me what you think of the songs because I. Have my, you know, like I said, I love this album from beginning to end. I, I listen to it multiple times throughout the year. Right. So, um, first track on there is Wouldn't It Be Nice. <sighs> One of those songs, dude. I'm telling you, it's like they, they play it so often. I get it. I was kind of the same where it was just like, I've heard in other things. It's in 50 First Dates. Yeah. And you've, you know, you heard it all over, you heard it through Disneyland when you walked through um, California Adventure and, and when it was Paradise Pier. Yeah. Like they played that all the time. And it's, it's a good song. I've just heard it too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I don't, I don't think, I'm at a point in my life where I don't think there'll ever be enough time separated for me to really love that song. Like, yeah. I, 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 know, I understand it's a good song. It is. But when you listen to it, I think, and I always, I, never, I still never skip the song. Like, here's the thing is, I listen to this album, and I still never skip the song. Because it's, like you were saying, it's one whole Yeah, thing. I If I were to re-listen to this album, I wouldn't skip any songs. Second song there is You Still Believe in Me. Um, this is the first one that's kind of, where he kind of, kind of goes over there, and he starts using just crazy things. Like yeah. Like I was saying. This is where the, the fucking clown horns in. For sure, this is where that song, that. Yeah. You know. But the thing, though, it's like. Okay, so going through this song, after listening to Wouldn't It Be Nice, get it. All right, cool. Now we're into this song. I'm already in an irritated mood. Okay. And it drove me just fucking little bonkers that it has a really long intro to the song. See, I like that intro, though. I, I get like it. This, it, it has this doesn't a, have a long intro. Anymore. It has a long intro into the thing. It has like at least like... It's got at least four measures of the song. Yeah. That's not... It has like four measures to that song. There's other songs that have four measures. To me, it's because I'm irritated with the band. This is my first go around. first go around. So like, to me, it's like... I already heard a song I already know a thousand times. I heard a thousand times... Now this song has a long intro to the thing. Like I wanted to just like let's get done with this whole thing, but uh, it was okay. It was you know what I mean it wasn't that bad of a song. But I, I the first time around it's too long. And then uh, the next song is that's not me. That's which, that's when I that's one of the ones I was like oh this is him talking about his his mental illness. Like this is one of the first ones. Yeah. So uh yeah, this is a song where I was saying like. The vocals where he's, his vocals are really high, and the fact that he sing, sings that ah uh, songs, it's annoying as shit. Okay, so that bothers you. Okay, well, they, like, I, I'm kind of over it now, but it was like, literally, this is like, these are my I, my thoughts the first time going through the album. Okay. And then to me, it's like, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, they, like you have that high range of a voice, so you kind of have to do those. It's one of those where it's like, it kind of drove me a little crazy. But uh, aside from that, the guitar in that is amazing. Whoever yeah. is playing that guitar did a fantastic job. So then there's uh, Don't Talk. That one. Hold on, I'm trying to get the melody in my head. Uh, That's the slow one. The I can hear the much in Oh, so. Yes. At this point, is uh, I was kind of shocked of where they were taking the songs. Yeah. Because this is the part of the album where I was like, 
Oh, these aren't just your average songs. Like the, the these songs this are isn't your your normal Beach Boys album. This is not a normal Beach Boys album. Like what I haven't heard before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's also like these songs that are being sung have deeper meanings, and that's where I was like, that's where like it picked up my interest. So like, okay, cool. Let's let's really give this a listen. I'm waiting for the day. The one after that. Yeah. I, I have nothing to say about it. I, I didn't hate the it, song. I didn't like it. I, I, I didn't love the song. I didn't hate the song. I, I think if there's good. a throwaway song, I think it's that one. Yeah. Like, all these Lyrically, all these hit me, but I, I can see that being the one. If they're like, shoot one of these songs in the head and, and never hear it again. I, I think that may be the one yeah, about he, this album. I mean, because I, 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 I really like the instrumental. Which is, the next one is one of the instrumental songs, which yeah. I still really like those instrumental it songs. It is so good. It is so good. That's yeah. the... Um, Let's go away for a while. Yeah. I think it's a really great thing when in albums, regardless of whatever like music genre that they're in, to put an instrumental in. I mean, like, there's no. I I get we're like. Did you hear that in Baby Driver? Uh, when he when he meets the girl in the restaurant for the first time, that's what he's listening to is that song. Oh really? No, yeah. I I didn't put that. No, I didn't put that together. But that's cool. Uh, yeah, because the thing is, like, it, instrumentals are such a vital thing. Because it's basically giving you the theme of the album without really giving it to you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, there's no, like, the music says way more than, like, lyrics can say. You know what I mean? And I like this one because, like, the instrumental isn't too long, isn't too short, but it has such a great just tone to it. Like, I, yeah. I, I loved it. I like, loved it's it. a really good, like, relaxing yeah, show like, song. Yeah, like, that's the one where I heard it. I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Like, this is a good song. And then next one was John B., which you've said multiple times, was like your favorite song off the album. Yeah, favorite song. It's because it's such a good song. And then, yeah, now knowing that that's the end of the first side, uh, yeah, it like it makes way more sense. Like that's that's awesome. Um, and then God only knows how. This is actually one of Paul McCartney's favorite songs. It's a good song. Yeah. It's, it's so also, well put together. Like, it, it's just, all these songs are so are well put this together. This is one of the songs where, like, obviously you hear, like, a thousand times, but and it's... I, I it, hadn't heard it before this, this it, one. Oh, really? Before I started listening to it, I never, like I said, was not a not really into the Beach Boys, okay. so I didn't really hear this this one. I've, I've heard it before. Have you heard um, Bowie covering it? Have you heard the Bowie, the Bowie covering it? No. Bowie covers it. Oh, really? Okay. I gotta it's, check it out. It's a good cover. But it's one of those where it's like, I know this song... And this is the, probably the only song that it'll catch me on a good day, and I, it'll change my day for the better. Yeah. But, like, since I don't listen to the Beach Boys, I do... I, I, you never go back. You yeah. never, like, purposely go back. I kind of avoid anything of it. But every now and again, it's in a movie, it's on a TV show. It was the theme for Big Love. Yeah, and it'll it'll come in, and it'll just... I, I feel it. I get really emotional with this song. Yeah. And it, it's weird, because I can hear it other days means garbage to me but certain moments it 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 rings for me it's such yeah. a good song um i know there's an answer i think that's the other one i can i don't know I, I like that one but i think that's the other one i can do without okay so this is the one where i thought this song is way overly produced how this, dare yeah it's like the one you kept you thinking he was sampling shit on yeah it? and i was like okay cool like why does like it's because it was such a big sound and i'm like there's no way he could fit any of these people in the studio. So, like, it's just... I, I, I find it annoying. Like, okay, you're gonna be... Did you ever see uh, the Dewey Cox movie? Yeah. Do you get all those scenes now? Where he has everybody in the studio? Yeah, not, yeah, yeah. And that's... FYI, that Dewey Cox movie 
I was watching on the TV because there was nothing else to watch, and my dad walks in. But my dad's part. He watches. My dad too. walks in like at the most random parts. You know what I mean, like that's the most random part. He works in at the part. Huh? Yeah, so he walks in. My dad's like, "Oh, what movie are you watching?" And it's the part where like his oh, the wiener. <laughs> no, it's just his wieners on screen. And my dad's, God damn it! And he walks away. And then two minutes later, like he'll like. He'll come back out again, and then again, it's at that wiener scene. He goes, what movie is this? I'm like, Dad, you're walking in the wrong parts. My grandpa thought it was a real person. Oh, really? Yeah, I could see that. A lot of people did, actually. Well, it was funny, and I'm all like, oh, no, that's not a real person. And I, I'm like, you didn't pick up, like, when they made that joke of, of it's like, it's Kristen Wiig, and she's like, and I'm Dewey Cox's 12-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, you didn't pick it up there? You, when all the dicks were on the screen? And like, that's my grandpa. I'm like, all that dick was on the screen? And you're like, oh, maybe this is fake. The fact that he chopped his brother in half and he's like, a lie. <laughs> um, when I thought I was here today, I think that's, I think that's the other throwaway song. Right? I, I think there's a song. I literally was like, I don't mind this song. I, like, I don't mind it, but it, 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 it's I, like, it, 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 yeah. Um, I like, I just wasn't made for these times. I had, just, eh, eh, really? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, just, I'm, just I'm, okay. I'm trying to think of like trying to think of the melody, trying to think of the song right now. Uh, but I like that. I, I like that song. I think um, it's okay. I think it was an okay song. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Because the thing is, like, I know the other two, the the next two coming up. You said you like Pet Sounds. I, I think that's what it was. I think with the Pet Sounds and with Caroline No. Uh huh. It just you like that it, drum at the beginning of Caroline No. Yes, it's so good. And then that, do you like how it ends with the train tracks and everything? Yeah. Like, so, um, you know, was but there any, any other thoughts you had? My biggest thing that I love about albums, and not everybody does it, I get it. You know, some albums end in a high note and crescendo, done. Yeah. You know what I mean? But what I liked about this album is that it, it circles around. You know what I mean? You could listen to the last song, the last two seconds of that song, and it comes right back to the front of the album, and you could just listen to it on a constant loop. It's, oh, yeah, and I've... I and love I, and that. I have, I love I so many times. Yeah, I love that it's just like... If it's, you, just, it's just a cycle. If you, you know like I mean? this, you should check out um, The Explorers Club. The Explorers Club? Yeah, they were very... You can. They're kind of like... They're like an East Coast Beach Boys, but they're newer. They're like from the 2000s, 2010s. Okay. And... It's more Brian Wilson influenced than it is Beach Boys influenced. Okay, then I'll, like I'll probably it's, be more. It's more this era that. than it is before this era. Yeah, because Brian Wilson's kind of out after Smile. Okay, and that's when it goes to like that Kokomo bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that's that's another song that it just kind of gets on my nerves too. Oh, I'm sure that's one of the ones that they played all the time too. Yeah, because it's sure. like like after this, there's not much. That's good, in my opinion. I, mean, I don't like a lot of the from before. I'm not going to say the stuff from before is bad. It's, it's all just fucking not, it's garbage. It's not mine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any other any other last thoughts with this album? Um, if you haven't heard it, you should hear it. I like it. I think it was good. Well, thank you very much for listening today, and we hope to hear from you guys soon. Yeah. Follow us on our Instagram, uh, and stuff. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank All you. Right. Bye. Bye.